This is your podcast for knitting, life, and general nerdery. My name is Julie, and I am Jury on Ravelry. And I'm Jessica, and I'm Sugar Sticks. Spelled like you spell sticks, okay? Not with an X. (laughs) S-T-I-C-K-S. Thank you. All right. And sugar. I mean, you should know how to spell sugar. Yes, I'm pretty sure most (laughs) of our audience knows how to spell sugar. What should we start off with, Jessica? Well, I think... The best place to start with a knitting podcast would be what we're knitting. Knitting? What a crazy idea. (laughs) I know. So, Jessica, (laughs) tell us what you're knitting. I've got... What am I not knitting is the better question. That's the better question. I have about a thousand whips, which everybody says that, but I mean it. Right? But my favorite whip of the moment is my Noro Happens sweater. I was at Stitches, and I bought ten skeins, ten skeins of Noro Tayo. And so I'm making a stripy sweater out of it, and I've got the body pretty much done. No, it is done. Mm -hmm. It's done. Yeah. And I just have to do the sleeves and pick up the button band and make a hood and do all this crazy stuff, but um, those are details. It's pretty awesome, though, i got to say. It's kind of (laughs) (laughs) 70s-erific. It's very 70s-erific. It's fantastic. You've got a picture up, right? Do you have a picture I, on I don't. I don't. <gasps> You're going to have to. No, I'm going to have Well, because it's not done. But I have a picture when it's just, like, just past the sleeves. It's a top-down raglan. I'm doing, oh, the pattern is Laura Chow's easy top-down raglan. There you go. And I modified it quite a bit. I just basically used her pattern to know how to do the raglan shaping. But other than that, I changed the stitch count that you cast on, and I modified the waist. I made it longer. And all the yeah, I made a lot of modifications. But well, that's it's still basically a raglan, her, her pattern, and yeah. it's a raglan. <laughs> Nothing fancy. Well, I know one thing that we're both working on. Mystery well, socks. Mystery socks. Because <laughs> it's October, y'all. Yep. And it's October, more like Rocktober. October. Oh yeah. So we've got the mystery of the super deep heel. On the, on the <laughs> mystery the, socks. That's what's mysterious yeah. about the socks. Like, I really love the pattern so far. The little trowels and the little boxes. You guys can find this on Ravelry, by the way, and in our show notes. Um, yeah. Our show notes we're that gonna we're going to have, have. We're going to have those, for real. <laughs> I'm not going to be putting them up. Yeah, that's but. my job. <laughs> but, yeah, and we're knitting, the, we're knitting the heel flap, and the heel flap is really big. Really big? Oh, really big. Like, I'm not... You know, I'm hesitant, but I'm just gonna. I'm just running with it. I have the theory. We'll I have a theory that it's gonna be very cabled, maybe on the instep, and we'll need the extra room in the heel. I don't know. I hate having. I hate having socks that are real tight along the instep. So I'm going with it. I, I trust the designer. She seems to be a competent lady. I like to have my socks kind of stick out, like from my shoes. You know, like I like to wear skirts with like cutesy shoes and my socks all showing. Mm-hmm. And I'm worried that if the heel is going to be baggy, like, my shoes are going to, like... Eat your sock? Make it, like, bunch up and, like, Uh, sag over. Well, we'll see. Yeah. And I know you. You don't rip. I will. I will, too, rip. Yeah, I'm sure. (laughs) (laughs) I'm hesitant to rip. Jessica doesn't rip. She also doesn't swatch. No. (laughs) 
Jessica's a naughty knitter, y'all. I am, and you know what? I've been knitting for how many years now? I don't even know how many years I've been knitting. We should do an intro sometime. We'll, we'll talk about us, maybe in the next segment. That's true. We should yeah. do that. <laughs> Anyways, since we'll probably cut this out. <laughs> no, we're not. Oh, so, Jessica, what else are you working on? What else am I working on? Let's see. I've got a bulky sweater, which is, I forget the designer. Crap. But it's from Interweave, the last issue, mm. which is, I guess, the fall. Oh, right. The fall issue, and it's the Lafey sweater. It's pullover. pretty. It's pretty, but I, you know, like we just said, I don't really swatch. <laughs> oh, and I don't know if you guys can hear, there is a baby in the room making all kinds of noise. So hopefully that's not too disturbing for you. <laughs> yeah, the two of us, we got a pair of them. <laughs> a pair of kiddos, so. And they're talkative. Um, anyway, so the Lafey pullover, I'm using, like, Nitpicks Kadena. Kadena? Yeah. Kadena? Kadena, Kadena. Kashmira. No, it's alpaca. Oh, alpaca. Sorry. But it's, like, super bulky compared to, like, what the pattern calls for. And I looked on Ravelry, and a bunch of people are using worsted weight held together with a lace weight, like, fuzzy yarn. But I just want to use one. So, yeah, it's really bulky. And my gauge is way off, but I'm going with it. Because you're not going to rip. It's okay. And I have a picture of that on Ravelry as well. And it fits, like, over my shoulders and my arms so far. Excellent. We'll see. <laughs> good times, good times. Anything else with you? Oh, me. It's my turn. Yay. Yeah, because I have a thousand other projects, but I'm not going to. Oh, yeah. I'm not gonna well, I have the mittens of doom. Yes. The cursed mittens. When I'm not working on the cursed um, scarf or the cursed <laughs> or the mystery socks of mystery, I was smart enough, silly enough, crazy enough to volunteer to test knit these fantastic mittens from the lovely Grace at Catherine Ivy. They are called Heart of the Mesa Mittens, and I really like the pattern. It's very nicely done. It's just that I was having so many yarn problems, and it was all because I don't know the difference between fingering and light fingering, because there is apparently a difference, dear listener. Don't be me. (laughs) If it were me, I would just say, forget the gauge. I have kind of big hands anyways. I would do it in the, the... fingering and it would be thicker and it would be fine but I'm test knitting so I need to be a good girl so after three false starts that's right I knit this stupid thing three (laughs) times before I finally decided f this I'm ordering Malabrigo sock which is the what the pattern calls for so I have actually almost finished that mitten Um, I'm in the last, like, five, six rows of the thumb. And it looks lovely. Well, thank you. (laughs) I need to take some pictures of it and put it somewhere that's not Facebook. I'll put it in the show notes. Hey. There you go. Yeah. Show notes. They're good for stuff, right? (laughs) So the mittens are almost done. I don't know if the second one's going to get knit anytime soon, because right now I'm just ready to throw it in the air and be done with it, because color work kind of does that to me after a while. I can only take so much, you know? Sort of like Louis Black. (laughs) just a little bit of lewis black yeah but that little bit is worth it i think yeah yeah as as with lewis black (laughs) (laughs) and besides you know what if you guys do color work it's not too hard and it's super impressive to all your friends it really is it really is i knit a vest for my husband and everyone's like 
ooh, it's so nice. I'm like, yeah, thanks. <laughs> it's color work. It's, it's color work. It makes me look fancy. <laughs> Tell oh. me how awesome I am. Come to the section where we give our completely honest and sometimes not so nice and sometimes wonderful opinion on things. Yeah, because that's part of being honest. Sometimes it is something nice. Yeah, you know. Oh yeah, <laughs> we're uh, we're a little worried about this interweave knits weekend yeah. issue. Yeah, I, I I like it actually. Yeah. But um, overall, I, last you know last year's interweave knits weekend, I was really really thrilled with this one. I. I'm happy with because it's got a lot of kids' knits in it, mm-hmm. and I know you like the men's knits. I am. I love men's knits, and the women's knits, mm, they're okay. Yeah, yeah. Not, well, there's there's one sweater that I intend to make, and what is that one called? Um, oh, the Olivier pullover. It's very cable-y oh, yeah. and good, and has a shawl collar, and. They have it in this really nice, like, oatmeal color, tweedy oatmeal color. I think I'm going to use this really obnoxious lime green yarn that I have lovely stashed up. And I'm sorry, my kid is screaming. Uh, Uh, He's he's gurgling. (laughs) He's gurgling. He's like four months old, so give him a break. (laughs) I am going to, you know, I'm looking at the tree line cardigan. You know, I was really kind of on the sh- on the fence about this issue until I saw this tree line cardigan for little girls or little boys that is super adorable. I believe I don't know if it's intarsia or if it's stranded. I hope it's stranded because I'm not so much with intarsia. It's green and it's got little colorwork trees along the bottom. It's very simple, very cute, and I think it would go well on my daughter who is sniffling and crying in the background right now. Yes, I like to spoil her with hand knits. Uh huh. <laughs> The Rock Melon Jumper, which is also a, it's a little girl's pattern. Um, very, very cute. There's some some texture on the top, kind of a smocked diamond pattern. And it's they've got it in this melon and salmon kind of combination that I really like. It's not really appropriate for the season, so this is something I'd probably save and knit for when she's a little older next summer. So. Yeah, although they don't this isn't really like a holiday issue. No, it's not. It's supposed to be all seasons. Yeah. All tossed into one. They do a pretty decent job of that. Not a lot of summer, but... Yeah. And I like the Eliza pullover, which has some kind of twisted stitching going on. Um, Some cables along the raglan. It's very basic in the front, but it's got a really pretty hem and cuffs. And I I even like the color it's in, even though it's kind of a chocolate milk color. Yeah. It's, it's a, a color little... that easily washes out yeah. certain skin tones like mine. That's true. <laughs> I, I would feel very pasty in that. The only problem, the big problem I had with this issue, I think, was the cover sweater. I don't like it. I forget what the cover sweater is. This one. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't care for that on a girl. <laughs> yeah. I think it's kind of frumpy in a bad way, but I do like the baby version. The baby version's cute, but that's kind of the thing. It looks like it belongs on a baby. It belongs on a baby. Like, it's a perfect baby sweater with those little buttons on the, um... I don't know. I guess they're... It's not really the shoulder. Kind uh, of. 
kind of like shoulder buttons, though. Kind of along the the strap line. The strap line. <laughs> Should you be wearing a brassiere? <laughs> it's along the strap line. There you go. But yeah, I mean, I'm shamelessly judging a magazine by its cover, but I was just, I don't like the color, I don't like the buttons. I do like the color, mm. actually. Yeah. The, uh, and the model's really pretty. The model's really pretty. Yeah, don't get me wrong. And of course, <laughs> my favorite, this always happens with uh, Interweave, and especially with Vogue, because you know me and Vogue Knitting, we have this love-hate relationship. Um, <laughs> the sweater on the back cover is my favorite. It's not even in the, it's not in the magazine, it's an ad for Classic Elite. And classically, it has some of the best sweater patterns ever. That's I how think. they get you. That's how they get me. And this how one, they get this one's called Barley, and it is, of course, Portland Tweed. That's oh. why Mr. Jared Flood right there. No, that's not Jared Flood. That's no, their, Brooklyn, Brooklyn, Brooklyn Tweed. Tweed. Sorry, Tweed. it's Portland Tweed. Is their yarn? Sorry, yeah. classically. <laughs> Send me some, and I'll never get it wrong again. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, neither will I. You can say me something. It's pretty though. It's got some stocking, and. It pulls in nicely, gives you a waist. It's in this lettucey color. Love it. Yeah, it's it's quite adorable. Um, anything else we have to say about this issue? I just uh, like the men's sweaters. Yeah. Um, even though anytime I cast on a men's sweater, I get really angry with it because it just <laughs> takes forever. And, you know, it's not that I don't love my husband, but, you know, I like myself a little bit more. <laughs> and I'd much rather knit for myself. But I don't know. I see a man sweater, and I'm like, ooh, that'll look really good. But you know what? I think half of it is the is the model. Yeah. Like, they've got true. these, like, scrumptious models on here. <laughs> it's with the baby. Okay, our good friend Lisa, who we promised we'd give a shout-out to. Hi, Lisa. Lisa, take a drink. And she, um, she has this great theory about baby knits that sometimes you can't tell whether you like the knit or you just think it's cute because the baby wearing it is adorable. Yes. And it's kind of like that with men's knit because these men are pretty adorable. Yeah. Man. It's just well, one man. he's kind of blonde for my taste. Yeah. I like him darker. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, But yeah, so Interweave Knits Weekend. I would actually... Um, I would buy it. It has, um, it has Fat Girl... Um, patterns, which, being a fat girl, can I just say, is very important to me. Um, the Eliza pullover I like is actually in my size, which is about a 3X. Thank you very much. And so I approve. And it's got skinny girl patterns, too, because I'm, I'm in that category. <laughs> so it works for both, I guess. So you go, Interweave Knits. You go with your fine self. Um, you've got me convinced. I was a little, I was a little not convinced at first, but now, yeah, okay, I'd buy it. What about you? Would you buy it? I did. Oh, you did buy I it. I did buy it. This so is your you copy. Go. There you go. <laughs> so, Miss Jessica, I hear there was a small knitting event somewhere in the world this weekend. So I hear. So I hear. Uh, yarn prom, y'all. Yeah. And guess who didn't go? Just Us. like in high school. Just like in high school, I didn't go to prom. Oh, I did. Oh, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but we didn't get to go to yarn prom. And if you don't know what we mean, we mean Rhinebeck. Bummer time, man. All the cool kids were at Rhinebeck, and we were at home knitting. Well, I was knitting. I guess I was knitting. Yeah. What was I doing this weekend? I forget. Probably but knitting. We weren't at Rhinebeck is the point. Yeah, and we're both very bitter. Yeah, we're kind of like angry little bitties here. And all you people who got to go, we hate you. Yeah, kind of do. Unless, yeah. unless you have stuff to give us, then we like you. Then we like you, yeah, but you know. If you brought us something back from Rhinebeck, that's okay. <laughs> we can still be friends. Yeah. <laughs> but 
See, we are located in the heart of suburban Chicago. Yes. And it's a bit of a drive, 12 hours, to Rhinebeck. And, yeah, we just couldn't do it. We have kids and husbands and families, and we can't just... And no money. That's the important part. Oh, yeah. No money. Because kid and husband could come along, you know? Yeah. Yeah, someone's got to hold the kid. (laughs) No money. But next year. Next year. Next year, we're hoping to go. I've been Mm -hmm. hoping to go for the past, like, two years, but... um, it didn't work out. The next year. Nobody asked who to yarn from. No. No one No one loves me. <laughs> we'll go to the Ravelry party, and maybe we'll meet someone awesome. Ah. And, yeah. and they'll ask us to dance. And they'll ask us to dance. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh yes, my so. gosh. Anyway, so yeah, yes. if you guys have interesting Rhinebeck stories to tell us, uh, you could probably leave, leave comments, comments and stuff. Let us know if you had a good time. Because we didn't go. We didn't go. As we said. I wish it was, like, our backyard. Like, for yeah. some people, they just drove, like, an yeah. hour, and they, they were there. But, but you know what? We have Stitches, and we have the Midwest Fiber and Folk Fest. And they Midwest are... Midwest Fiber and Folk is pretty fun. Yeah. I think, it's awesome. nothing, I think it's nothing compared to Rhinebeck, like, in size. Oh, yeah. But... We still have some cool stuff, so come visit us. Yeah, we're, Ravelry. we're cool. We're Ravelry, cool. we're looking at you. Come visit us. <laughs> Never come to Chicago, do you? Casey and Jess, come yeah. on. <laughs> we'll bake you cookies. She'll bake you cookies. (laughs) I'll help you eat them. Yep, we're cheap, and we love nitpicks. Nitpicks is the shit. Yes. It is the shit. And they have a 100-pack of palette. Nuh-uh. Which is every color of palette, which I have to admit I've never knit with palette. Oh, I have. Um, but I guess it's their version of, like, a Shetland wool. It's not really a Shetland wool. No, it's two-ply. But it's like a Shetland wool. It's fingering weight. Fingering... And they have, like, well, well, they have 100 colors. <laughs> and you get a 100-pack oh. with this kit. So it's $184.80. Be- but you get a 50 grand ball. Yeah. Be still my heart. <laughs> Palette. Yeah. Be very, very still my heart. I have I have knit with Palette. I've used it for, I made the, um, oh, that bag. Yeah, that one. Yeah, that yeah. one. The Sipaloo. Yeah. Sipaloo. <laughs> I, made, I made the Sipaloo tote. I think everyone would have known what you were talking yeah, about. Yeah, that bag. That one bag that's knit and palette. <laughs> um, I made the Sipaloo tote with it, and it was it was pretty nice to work with. And I would probably gnaw off my left arm for to have all 100 colors sitting in there so I could design my fantasy mittens. Oh, you'd just make mittens. See, what I was saying I would do is I would make tiny granny squares out of all the colors, and I would make a giant granny square blanket. Oh, that would be beautiful. Or, like... And you would finish it in 15 years. Yeah, maybe 20. <laughs> you know? It could be my son's, like, uh, 20th anniversary uh, gift. There you go. He's four months old, so, like, give him 20 years to get married, you know, and then 50 yeah. on top of that yeah. to have a 50th anniversary, and there. then maybe it'll be done. Yeah. And maybe I'll be dead. I don't know. But you'll have... Then I won't be committed to finishing it. But you'll have 100 <laughs> balls of palette. <gasps> do you oh. know what my husband would do if that box showed up at my door? I just bought 100 <gasps> balls of yarn. 
My husband would play with it. That's true. <laughs> Mine would too. He would put it in color order and then he yeah. would put it in numerical order. He would probably like make designs on the floor and be yeah. like, click, taking pictures of it. Hey, maybe we can convince them that it's a toy for them. Oh. My husband's really into HDR photography. Oh. Which is, uh, what is it? You know what? Forget it. I don't know what the HDR stands for. <laughs> but basically, you take a photo using various exposures, and mm-hmm. then you mesh them all together. He'd probably, cool. he'd probably take some HDR photos of my yard. Yeah. It's like high-definition resolution? Yeah, maybe. 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 I've seen those. They're very cool. They're amazing. My husband's aren't as good. Some of them are really good, though. You know, he's probably going to listen but to this. I know. That's why I said some of them are really good, though. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Love you, honey. <laughs> Nerdery. Nerdery. The part you've all been waiting for, I'm sure. Or not. So Jessica and I are a couple of really big nerds. Really big nerds. I like I like the science fiction. I like the anime. The anime. <laughs> I like I like the and anime. All the fans are like, no, don't say that. And I'm I like the Japanimation. Japanimation. Yes. Everyone just like Die. We both have a little bit of a love for it. I know I did it's it like, by staffing ASEN for umpteen years and pouring ASEN, my life into it. ASEN is Anime Central, in case you guys don't know. It's a convention in the Chicagoland area. In May. In May of every year. I think in two years it's going to be in April. Maybe. I think they said. Hmm. But it's a big deal around here. It's pretty much the only one. Mm-hmm. Except this year, there's another con, Collision Con. Collision Con. Which is... My birthday weekend. Congratulations. My birthday is November 14th, and you this get con, a convention. I get a convention for my birthday, and I get to stay in the hotel with my husband and my baby, so I don't know how much conventioning I'm going to actually do, because... You'll be staying in your convention cabana. I'll be in my convention cabana. Yeah. And the only thing, I'm just worried taking a crying baby into some of the panels. Mm, so live. I don't know. It might be a thing where I just leave him with my husband for a little bit. It's true. Switch off. Many, many, many otaku would not know what to do with a crying baby. This is true. There are many who would. Don't get me wrong, but you've yeah. all met the smelly otaku. Who yeah, thinks babies are evil, mm-hmm. but, but they're smelly otaku, as you said. There's a reason for that. Know, otaku means house, and they should really stay there. Yeah, and that really is the meaning of the word. It's like someone who's like a shut in. Oh, and yeah. some of those smelly ones should really consider bathing, shutting themselves in, <laughs> or bathing, or bathing, or bathing. Either way. You know who you are. Yeah, <laughs> we're looking at you. <laughs> and if, oh. we aren't, if we aren't looking at you, we're smelling you and talking about it. Mm-hmm. So in my own nerdery, I have a convention coming up in November, too. You do? I do. Chicago TARDIS. Oh, that's right. That's right. Because I have fallen in love with a doctor. Yeah, I am, I am like, slightly in love, mm-hmm. but not, not as you are. That's right. I'm kind of really in love with Doctor Who, and... We have purchased our tickets. This will be my first um, unidirectional fan convention. Usually I go to these anime conventions, and there's a million shows and all this stuff to talk right. about, but this is just one show, and I anticipate great fun. I just, I'm hesitant to go to something like that because I wonder, like, how could they possibly have enough content? Well, they have, like, 50 years of show. 
This is true. Mm-hmm. I take it back. Yeah. I take that back then. You're right. But, you know, I'm, I'm very interested in seeing how it will turn out. Um, I don't think I'm going to be staying at the hotel because I have no money. Mm. And it's not very far. It's in Lombard, if you guys want to go. It's Thanksgiving weekend. Um, I have the weekend off for the most part. That's why I'm not going. Because I'm going to be out of town. Oh, right. Yeah. Because I, I go to St. Louis for Thanksgiving this year. My, gotcha. my hometown. Oh. STL, yo. So, I hear <laughs> you are in need of a costume, though, for your Collision Con. Yes. I, well, I only have a, about a month, less than a month, really, to pull something together. I love cosplay. I love dressing up as anime characters and video game characters because I am a serious dweeb. Um, and I get really into it, I guess you could say. But I can't think of anything, and I really don't have the, like, bandwidth, I guess, to really come up with anything on my own at this point. I'd like to have something for my baby to dress up as, because, you know, Link. cuteness at the, you know... Oh, yeah. At the con is always a big hit. Right? Mario. Mario could be fun. Yeah. I don't know. It just needs to be easy. Yeah. And my sewing machine is kind of fighting with me. That's true. So I just need something simple that I can throw together quickly. But still look awesome. <laughs> and you want a pony. And I want a pony. <laughs> and I want a new balloon, but now. <laughs> you know. I'm not asking for much. I just want to look fabulous. Well, I want to look fabulous too, but I don't know if I'm going to finish this costume. Or even start it for that matter, because I was yes. thinking of doing a costume too. Right. And what can a girl do for a Doctor Who convention? How about slap together a giant blue box and dress as a TARDIS? Woo-hoo. Yeah, so I have all these great plans for a TARDIS costume, but who knows if they're going to come to fruition. It'll be so awesome. Yeah. I, I don't even know where I'd put it when I was done, though. You know? It could be, like, in your corner, like, of your dining room. There you go. Just have it there. Just put it in the kitchen there. <laughs> Let your daughter play with it. <laughs> it could be like a dollhouse. Like a, not a, a little playhouse. Playhouse. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. A little TARDIS playhouse. Now, honestly, if I were to build a playhouse for my daughter, it would be a TARDIS. Yeah. And it would be bigger on the inside. <laughs> so what are you watching right now, Miss Jessica? Okay, so this is a tricky one. In terms of anime, the only thing that I'm... Sorry, my kid is being loud again. Mm-hmm. Um... What I'm watching right now in terms of anime is Shakugan no Shana. Hey, me too. We're both actually watching it, and we both kind of stopped watching it right in the middle. Yeah, and I don't um, even remember what was happening. No, all I know is that people are mystical. Yeah. They're like spirits. Or, I don't know. I forget. I like Shauna. Shauna's cool, and I would love to dress up as Shauna. Yeah, but obviously it's not holding my attention enough to like watch it obsessively. Watch it obsessively, yeah. Um... So that's the only anime I'm really watching right now. I have lined up. I have Bakano, which my brother-in-law lent us. And I have, uh, what do I have? Burst Angel to watch. And a couple others. Eureka 7. But I haven't watched any of these. (laughs) I just bought the box sets and I just, you know, they sit on my shelf and I'm not watching them. Well, I've got I've got a nice shiny used copy of Slayer's Revolution. Yes, from a an awesome friend, hi Travis, who <laughs> um, who got them on Blu-ray, and I inherited the Ev- Revolution and Evolution R. Um, I've handed off Evolution R to another friend, but I can 
get it back if I want to watch it. Yes. And I watched a couple episodes of it long ago. And, of course, I watched the original Slayers way back in the day because I'm old. <laughs> and <clears throat> I love it. Um, it's some funny stuff. I think you should watch it. I think I will. I think I will. Other nerdy viewing. Other nerdy, non-animated viewing. Non-animated viewing. We're big... Well, I am, at least. I guess you are, too, right? Mm-hmm. Vampire... Uh, vampire fans. You know what? It's not so much that I love vampires. It's just that they keep making them so damn sexy. So I guess I'm a fan of sexy men. Yeah, and maybe that's what it is. Yeah. And therefore, vampires are on my list. Yeah. Because vampires are almost always sexy men. So, um... I know I have been watching up to the th- middle of the fourth season of Buffy. Yes, as have I. We're a little we're a little um, slow on the uptake here. It's, it's on... only been off the air for how long? Yeah, I know, and this is my first time watching it. Me too. Um, and I really enjoy it. And it's on Netflix Instant Watch if anyone's interested. Yep, I borrowed the box sets from oh, okay. from my my hookup. Well, from my TV. I've thing. got Netflix, and I have like everything lined up on there. But I, I reached an episode where they're like, and on Angel, this is what happened. And I went, shit. Well, so now then, you gotta put on Angel. <laughs> so then I went and I got every episode of Angel on Netflix added to my Netflix queue. <laughs> and so now I'm watching Angel up until the point where it meets up with that episode in oh, Buffy. Buffy. Gotcha. And then I'm gonna alternate. But yeah, David Boreanaz, growl. Mm, yum. Oh, and I have been watching in other non-animated shows. I've been watching everyone's favorite. Everyone should, should be everyone's favorite. Glee! I don't watch Glee. Glee! <laughs> I like to pretend that I'm in Glee. Just wander around yeah. and just burst out in the song. Theater kid. I was. I was a theater <laughs> nerd in high school. And I was a choir nerd. And Glee just touches my heart in that little nostalgic place where my teachers were getting it on with each other all the time. Wait, what? Wait, that's not real that's life. That's not real life. <laughs> Hold on a second. Nor did I have a boyfriend, but I was a nerdy little kid. There, <laughs> there's way too much boyfriending going on in Glee. Cause... Yeah, come on. What kid in the Glee club <laughs> got it on ever? <laughs> but things change. Things change. Yeah. Things change. No, that's just because I wasn't very popular. I just say that. But Glee, um, I love it. It is wickedly funny. Um, I have a special spot in my heart for Brittany and her brilliant one-liners. Like, did you know go- dolphins are just gay sharks? <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. 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 Is she, who's she? I like the, um, the cheerleading coach. She's such a bitch. I oh, love yeah. Her. Oh, yeah. She's Miss my fave. Sue Sylvester, as played by Jane Lynch, who is just an amazing actress and is from here. Like, Forest. Oh, yeah? Yeah, somewhere in the suburbs. Forest Park, something like that. Oh. oh so she's rich. To start with, <laughs> I don't know. I well, don't no, know. I guess it's Forest Park. Well, no, no, no. I'm thinking River Forest. Yeah, sorry. No, well, she's rich now because she's <laughs> yeah. doing an awesome, awesome job on Glee, and they're going to have the Rocky Horror Picture Show. <gasps> <laughs> yeah, now you're gonna Whoa. watch next Tuesday. Are you gonna? Oh, yeah. You can oh. come over and watch it with me. Yeah. Um. Because mm, Tim Curry, mm, transvestite. Well, mm. I don't know if Tim Curry's going to be in it. <laughs> no, but, I know. I doubt it. Um, I hear I hear rumors that there might be a couple cast members in it. Um, that would be so not, cool. not Tim Curry, but yeah. And I'm super excited because once again, theater kid, choir kid, Rocky <laughs> Horror fan. It all goes together. <laughs> but yeah, that's I'm just a sweet transvestite. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
And well, Rocky they- Horror Picture Show just came out on Blu-ray. Oh, really? Yeah, it's less than 20 bucks. It just came out on Tuesday. Sweet. There's a theater by us that does every Saturday. Oh, yeah. All year long, Rocky Horror. Um, so if you're in Chicagoland, head out to Woodridge and see see the Rocky Horror Picture Show at the Hollywood Hollywood Boulevard. Hollywood Boulevard Theater is, like, the coolest place. It is. And so is Hollywood Palms, their new yeah. theater over by me. Yeah. I don't know if they do it here, if they do Rocky Horror here, or if it's just in Woodridge. I, I have to look. It's... We'll put it in the show No. Anyway, this is really area-specific, so... Yeah. <laughs> Sorry to people who don't live around here. <laughs> so, well, that's okay, because it is time for Nerdgasm. Nerdgasm. Oh, okay. I am having a nerdgasm. <laughs> Can you hear it? I know. For thanks for sharing. I'm telling the whole world on the podcast. But this nerdgasm has to do with video games. Me and my trusty DS here are currently playing Professor Layton and the Curious Village. And Professor Layton is kicking my ass because I'm apparently not that good at puzzles. Hmm. But I'm enjoying it nonetheless. The animation in it is beautiful. The art direction is awesome. And it's a fun play. But it is apparently announced last Tuesday that there will be a Professor Layton versus Ace Attorney game. Because Capcom... Mm. Mm-hmm, Capcom and Level 5 are teaming up, putting my favorite ever lawyer... <laughs> and that's including Law and Order, but you know, Phoenix Wright, right there on top. They are going to team up in a game, and it will be written by Sho Takumi, who is the writer on, for the Ace Attorney games. Sweet. Yes, I am super excited. The only problem is it's coming out for the 3DS. Oh, really? Yeah, which means I have to buy a new system if I want to get my Layton versus Ace Attorney on. Yeah, but you know what? That 3DS is going to be so cool. Yeah, I don't know. I, it's going to be, like, balls out cool. I don't know. I, I don't trust this whole 3D craze thing. No, dude, apparently it rocks. Uh, like, apparently it's really easy to look at. Really? And not... Because I have a virtual boy. No, it's not and, like a virtual boy. <laughs> and oh that virtual God. boy is called the migraine machine for a reason. No, no, apparently it's not like that at all. Uh-oh. And I think you could, I think also you could turn off the 3D if you choose. Oh, good. Because... I, rumor has it. Because I, I am a crotchety old lady who don't like no newfangled 3D. I do, and I'm going to get it. Oh. Well, my husband will probably get it and I'll steal his. Yeah. I'm still, I'm like two versions behind on the DS. I just have a DS Lite. I do not have a DSi or, you know, gigantic uh, yeah, DS. Yeah, I just have a, a DS Lite. Yeah. My husband just has a DS. He's even farther behind. Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, anyways. But, oh, sadgasm. Yeah, we're going to go from nerdgasm into sadgasm this week. Because uh, very bad news hit the nerd community. Yep. Benoit Mandelbrot. Passed away at age 85. The fractal guy. The fractal guy. Um, yeah. Jonathan Colton wrote a song about him, so if you don't know what we're talking yeah. about, just Google Jonathan Colton, Mandelbrot set, show notes! <laughs> and you know what? If uh, Colton has written a song about you, you have arrived. Yes. You know? <laughs> that you are officially awesome. <laughs> you must be way cool. Just like Kennesaw Mountain Landis. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> but anyway, sad face. Sad face. We wouldn't have gaming without him. I guess not. Nope. It was funny because my husband was like, oh, Mandelbrot died. And I went, wait, who? Oh. oh. And then I went, oh. Oh. I didn't really know who he was. Oh. I, I gotta admit it. So and then he nice. went, fractals, fractals. I went, oh my gosh. Yes. Fractals. The father of fractals. Fractals are a mind fuck. Mm-hmm. 
He's not the inventor of fractals, but he kind of made them yeah. awesome. Well, I guess you can't really invent a fractal. No. They no, occur naturally. In yeah, they do. And they're beautiful. They are. Think of a tree branch. There you go. So There's your zen for the week. That, that's your moment of zen. Think of a tree branch. Well, that's all we've got for this week in... Revenge of the Knits! Um, you can check out us out at revengeofthenits.com. See, Warren is terribly sad that Revenge of the Nits is over. Go ahead and check us out online. I'd like to thank Mr. Jonathan Colton for the music and to our web host and our understanding husbands and not-so-understanding children. So, ta-ta for now! Find us online at www.revengeofthenits.com.